What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bonilla Roundup. I'm your host, Marco Bonilla. And I'm your co-host, Boom. Today's episode, me and Boom have a very exciting and fun episode to bring to you guys today. It is a midsummer special. Flash in the pan, baby. You know what I'm saying? We thought it'd be a great time to talk about our favorite teams right now and also some NBA action that's going on. But it's been a while since we last talked. You know, lots happened with NFL, MLB, my Rangers. They got knocked out of the playoffs tough tough loss but um yeah happy to be back my guy yeah right? it's always a fun especially when we get to talk about our yankees and uh yeah i'm ready to get into it honestly obviously with the summer schedules it's a little tough but whenever yeah. we do get to do one it's always fun so for sure we definitely wanted to you know get an episode in before the nfl season starts um i think maybe next week or two weeks the nfl Training camp starts, and we have a lot to look forward to for yes, the, the best season. for the Giants. Matting ratings for them don't really look too well. They might no. look like the worst team in the game. Sorry, <laughs> I'll still I'll still find ways to win, but that's all right. But anyways, so you know, summer's going on right now. Yankees are on fire. Um, they had six All Star selections last weekend in L.A. for the All Star game. It was pretty interesting to watch. If any of you guys watched it. Um, also the captain documentary about our boy, Derek Jeter oh, makes me shed a tear. Listen, all of you Yankee fans out there, even, even if you're not, a, even, even if you're not a Yankee fans, fan, you should Derek, watch this documentary. Honestly, yes. Derek Jeter was one of a kind, regardless of what team he played for. I know, you know, Red Sox fans are a little more bitter towards him, which is rightfully so. But just as a person, as a player, all personal feelings aside, it's a great documentary so far. I feel like if you grew up watching baseball, it's going to be hard not to like it. Yeah, no, it's uh, And you're getting it's a, fire. a side of Jeter that we really haven't seen that much. I mean, the two episodes so far, they've been pretty raw. So They have. He's like cursed a couple times, which made me a little surprised. But yeah, I've been enjoying it for sure. Yeah, so definitely tune into that. That's going on. But um, today, we are bringing you our New York Yankees. And, you know, what's going on with them right now, halfway through the season. They're the best team in baseball. We're going to talk a little bit about them. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, we got to talk about the Knicks. We don't really show them much love on this podcast because they suck, but that's okay. We're still Knicks fans till the, till the end. Um, they got some off-season noise that's circulating with them. So we'll, we're going to talk about the Knicks. And, uh, yeah, that's it for that's it for this episode we're going to talk about. But... Let's get into the first segment, the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge right now, MVP candidate, right? I mean, it's hard. If if the Yankees finish the, with the pace that they're on right now, it's hard to see anyone else winning AL MVP. I mean, he's the best player on the best team in baseball for a team that might win 110 games. So, I mean, if that's the case, it's hard to argue against him winning MVP. I know you might say Otani and those guys, maybe because he does both, but I just don't see it. Maybe if he hit at a higher level, he's only batting around the 260 range. I mean, Judge is batting that too, but he's probably going to end up with around 60 home runs in the high 50s, if not. So, I mean, he's a man on a mission right now. He was an all-star elected, him and Giancarlo Stan, a couple other people. Giancarlo won MVP, which is his only third Yankee of all time to win uh 
all-star game MVP. Yeah, that was crazy. So he hit Carlos a bomb. Stanton, Derek Jeter, Mariano, and Mariano Rivera. So those are the only three Yankees ever. So I mean, Stan right now is quietly having a great season as well. I think he has 24, 25 home runs. He's hitting around 270. So the Yankees this year have been uh, different. Very exciting to watch from the more recent years where we've struggled and battled more with the AL East. We kind of been whooping ass this year with the exception of the Houston Astros, which we'll get into that more and about why we need to gear up for them in the playoffs and what we think they should do and all that. But so far, I mean, I love what the Yankees have been doing. I think all the Garrett Cole haters are pretty much shut up this year. I mean, spider tech or no spider tech, he's been a pretty damn good pitcher all year. So, I mean... (laughs) He has some games where, I mean, Blue Jays early, he gave up three home runs to Vlad. I mean, a couple no no decisions, but he really hasn't shit the bed that bad this year. Maybe an inning here or there, but I think he's been pretty solid, and we've been solid as a team. Right, and I mean, you know, we had that conversation off air about Aaron Judge with the MVP, and, you know, it's interesting, him and Otani, I think, are the front runners right now. But I, I, you know, the more we talked about it off air about, you know, that if Otani was on a better or in a better situation, he might have the edge. But right now, what Aaron Judge is doing Cause like I is told just you, insane. Like I told you with Otani, it's kind of like LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah, they could have won MVP every year because they were the best player, but he's not having yeah. the best season, right? Don't I mean, get me wrong. I, I mean, I love Aaron Judge. He's on our team. But just watching Otani. We haven't seen that player oh, in yeah, our lifetime. So, so you know what I mean? A, he's, he's a guy that I want to watch before I die I and just play s- a game because or just he's just incredible. I want to say it's the Miami Marlins. They average less than 10,000 fans a game, uh-huh. and he pitched against them. There was like 36,000 fans at the game because he was yeah. pitching, and he's definitely one of those one of one in our generation. I mean, we've never seen it. He's Bro, especially Babe at, Ruth, especially at this high of a level, doing both at a high level. So yeah, you gotta appreciate it while it's here. I mean, obviously with selling tickets, doing both, it's gonna be tough on his body. So his toughest thing is gonna be if he can stay healthy. Yeah, you know, no, it's living, true. He's living two careers in the same short of time as everyone else just does one. So yeah. But, no, I mean, you know, you brought up some really good points about the Yankees this year, you know, compared to the previous years where, you know, they struggled. This year, right now, they've dominated the AL East. Um, They've had a couple bumps in a row this month with, uh, you know, the Red Sox before the All-Star break, and they're not necessarily playing to what they were, you know, in June and May. You know, I think they're about 500 right now, and that's fine. It's baseball. It's, it's, you know, it's not the end of the season. I I think it's like you kind of have to go with the highs and the lows right through the season. So they just – they got to keep riding. I think what's important is they're up 12 games on on the second-place team, right? So you don't have anybody on your boots right now where you have to still keep playing guys every every day – I think they're doing a great job with the workload for Aaron Judge. Not playing him every day, having him DH a couple days. Yeah. Same thing with Stanton. And they've been able to just plug and play guys that, you know, before the season started, you had some big questions like, is Hicks going to be, you know, the, be good? How is Judge going to play in center field? By the way, he is a gold glover for center field. Yeah. No doubt about it. He is balling. But oh, oh. So that brings me to my next thing I want to talk about is Matt Carpenter. 
Yes. This guy right here, Matt Carpenter, is on fire with the Yankees. They picked him up, I don't know when, maybe beginning Mid-season. of May. Yeah. But since he's been with the Yankees, if you look at his numbers, they're just stupid. There's only, there's only stupid. one other player in history of baseball who's put up the same numbers that he's put up, OPS, batting average, home, home runs. runs in this short sp- uh, time frame. And that's Barry Bonds. I mean, not not comparing no, the two because yeah, obviously yeah. Barry Bonds is a lot better than Matt Carpenter. But this little run that he's gone on yeah. has been great for the Yankees, especially with how bad Joey Gallo has been. I think oh, that me and you gosh. could probably hit for the same average as Joey Gallo. He might be hitting 130 right now. I mean, what happened to the guy that was supposed to walk a lot and hit home runs? Because all he does is strike out. So he, I don't. He's, he's a bum. I don't understand it. You know, I'm hoping that he gets traded in these next couple weeks. Yeah. And one of these, obviously, we're going to talk about the rumors, potential yeah. trades and rumors. But, but yeah, he's just, I mean. You know, man, you know the saying, not everyone can play in New York. Yeah, he And he's he just a classic hasn't been example of, you know, with what he did with the Rangers. He was solid. The Yankees knew that they were getting a guy that struck out a lot, but hit a lot of home runs. And his numbers since he's been with the Yankees Terrible. have been awful. Yeah. And not to say that, you know, he hasn't come up with any hits and or anything, but just his productivity that they were expecting is not there. And he's been a real disappointment. If we sucked, he would have got traded a while ago. I agree. But because we're good, they can just eat him up. And they find ways to hide him. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they don't have to worry about that as much. But it's just in- incredible. I think the identity this year for them is just like that next man up. Like, I think we had some big question marks going into the season. The pitching rotation. They've we, didn't been re- we didn't really know. Best in baseball. We didn't know how so Nestor was going to be. We didn't know how, you know, Seve was going to roll. He's I hurt mean, now. We knew Garrett Cole was going to be Garrett Cole, but Talion and Montgomery, Montgomery, those guys, I mean, they have been lights out. And the bullpen, too, has been lights out. They have had guys step up in really big moments. Um, Clay Holmes now is the is the, is uh, the man. Yeah, what is he though? He's the closer. He's the closer. He's yeah. taken over for Chapman. Chapman, you know, he's got he's got some shit to figure out. The Cuban I, missiles having issues, baby. He is. Last night against the Orioles, he came in seventh inning around, and he, you know, his he throws hard and he's got good pitches, but he just he can't seem to just get outs. And yeah. and when 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 hitters are keep fouling balls off, that means they're on to you, you know. And he 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 just hasn't really been on his game. I think it's coming. But, like, I don't trust him as much as I do Clay Holmes at yeah, the end of the I game. Think, I think for him it's a confidence thing. And, like, it's, no really, it's really having an effect with his accuracy. So he doesn't trust. He can't throw a strike with the fastball. So all these hitters are sitting off. Waiting. Just waiting yeah, they're for sitting, a slider. Yeah, they're sitting off speed. And it's tee off, tee off time. They're professional hitters. You know, they're going to make them pay. Exactly. 101. Isn't, oh, yeah. He doesn't throw that every pitch anymore, no. so he has to learn how to pitch. No. He has to be a pitcher and not a thrower. You yeah. know, and it's a hard thing to do for someone who's all they've been their whole career is a thrower. Yeah, so he has to learn how to reinvent himself, like a CC Sabathia and like all these other guys who lost figured velocity and figured yeah. it out. And yeah. you learn like you have to still pitch, and you can still be effective and not throw 101. Yeah. You can still throw 96 so, and be effective. Right. So that's something that I think he needs to figure out. I definitely think the Yankees should add another. Bullpen arm, especially now that uh, Michael King Michael King fractured his arm last in a freak night. accident. I thought he like got hit with a line drive when you texted me that this morning, and then once you sent me the video, dude, like, I don't understand how you could fracture how you could fracture your arm. He literally the ball threw like, like any other breaking ball that he normally would. Yeah, 
and you could just tell as soon as he finished his wind up that something was wrong. Mm. And then you're like thinking the worst and you freaking hear the news and it's, he's got a fractured elbow. So he's out of this. He's done for the year. Michael King is one of these guys. The Yankees have in their system that he was, he had a lot of potential, but didn't really show much last year. But this year he's, his numbers are crazy. He had, he has like ERA was really low. Walks were really low. Pitched a lot of innings, was in some really big spots. Him and Clay Holmes have probably been the biggest surprises out of the bullpen this year. But not to say that some other guys can't step up. Yeah. You know, I think uh is coming back. That'll be a big help. Um, Britain is on his way. And, you know, we kind of forgot about Britain because he got hurt early in the season last year. He's a good arm yeah. if he's on. He does hard um, lefty. I was pretty disappointed with Domingo Herman's first outing yeah, with but the I Astros mean, during that's... the week. He, he got thrown to the wolves, though. That's the second best team in baseball. But but and I mean, he's a professional, though. Bro. Yeah, he's I get. Gotta, I he's got to be able to go out there. They've been and pitch. kicking our ass this year, you know. So I feel like the Yankees need to reload and retool to make sure that we beat these motherfuckers. because we beat them, we win the World Series. There's really no doubt in my mind. Honestly, I really think that they're our only test. I mean, you can say the Dodgers, but Dodgers I think, are good. I think we'll get them. Dodgers are a good team. I think with us, with the Astros right now, it's kind of like the Yankees and the Red Sox before the Red Sox finally got over the hump. Yeah. You know, before they broke the curse and everything, we they just could never beat them and like everything like that. And I feel like the Yankees need to get over the hump. And yeah, to, they've uh, Astros have definitely been the Yankees. You and know, to do that, them. I wouldn't be upset if they made some major trades. Just saying. <laughs> Hold on. We'll talk about that in a second. I want to talk a little bit more about the offense for the Yankees, just how much Anthony Rizzo's, how important he's been. Glaber Torres has stepped up tremendously. Yeah, I mean, compared to last year, I feel Glaber like Torres had one of his worst seasons last year, and this year he is killing it. I think it's because he was at shortstop, and oh, he wasn't, for sure, he was just thinking too much, and yeah. now he gets to go back what he's natural at, and he's having fun playing mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. I, um, what's his name? The shortstop, Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Yeah, he's a guy that he's grown on me. Initially, I was like, you know, he's good at defense, but he can't hit. He can hit. He, he can hit. Yeah. He, I don't think he has a home run this year, but he puts the ball he in play. play. He's fast. You know what's another thing too? The Yankees like are playing like ways they normally like. Recently, they normally yeah. haven't hit and runs, right? Lots of steals, Su- suicide squeeze. Yeah. I went went to the Red Sox Yankee game, and they 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 had like some plays where they had stole to third base, then they bunted him home for runs. Like they're playing ways that usually like we don't see. You yeah. know what I mean? And this is just a testimony of how they're just trying new things. The the new pitching pitching coach Matt Blake's got good stuff going. Aaron Boone's just trying new stuff. I really like what Aaron Boone said. I know I'm all over the place, but I really like what Aaron Boone said about after the Astros series, they had lost a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. He was like, "This is this is the middle of July. This is in October." Don't get too freaking yeah. amped up. Especially after we trade for Juan Soto and have a whole new team. So we'll see. So that's another thing that, that, that brings us, you know, to what's going to happen with the Yankees in the the close, like right now, like in the next couple months, because they're in position to win the AL East and most likely win the AL, the AL pennant and probably win the World Series. Do they go out and get a guy like Soto? Because yeah. reports said Juan Soto, He's who's an trade. outfielder from the Washington Nationals, requ- turned down a deal that was upwards years. of four hundred and forty million dollars for fourteen years. He turned that down from the Nationals. The kid is twenty three. 
He is a phenom. He already has a World Series ring. Um, he's an Astros killer. People forget he beat them in the playoffs in the World Series. He absolutely lights up Justin Verlander, who for the Yankees is our is our kryptonite. Yeah, fucking yeah. Verlander always is. He, guys like feels like he never ages. Still pitches eight innings, shutout baseball, like twelve strikeouts. He's just incredible. But you know, it's interesting because. The, the reports are coming out, what the Nationals want. You know, the Yankees have a good young farm system. What are they willing to give up? Who are they going to give up is really, really my question. Who do you think, if if an offer was to be formulated, what would your I feel like package be? I feel like it's going to have to take a lot of the young guys. I mean, Jason Dominguez, maybe Volpe, maybe even... Uh, Glaber Torres, honestly, he might. We might have to lose a Glaber Torres in a trade, and honestly, for Juan Soto, I'm willing to do that. Honestly, I mean, we don't even have to resign him. I mean, everyone's all gung ho on the how you're going to pay Judge and Juan Soto. I mean, you have him for three years, right? Yeah, you so he's under contract for arbitration this year and two more and years. Two more years. So 2024 is so when you have he's technically. So un- you can pull like something like the Raptors did with the Kawhi Leonard, and yeah, you trade a lot of your shit. But if you win one or two, to me, it's worth it. I mean, I haven't seen a World Series since I was a sophomore in high school in 2009. I mean, I'm eager to have one. Real, so, right. Go ahead, real, go ahead. Realistically, though, I don't think the Yankees will do a trade like that in the in the middle of the season. I feel like that's a kind of trade that happens in the off season. Yeah. I feel like that's such a big trade and such a... Like, uh, I mean, it's Juan Soto. This kid a, is a phenom. It's a culture shock. You know, there's really not too many teams that could afford him. I mean, the Yankees, so it's like maybe the Rangers. Padres. Maybe Yankees, you know, Padres, Mets, Dodgers but, are the four main teams. See, that but are the in thing the about mix. it with the that have the Yankees have in their favor is all those teams are National League teams. So I feel like the Yankees have the best shot. They have the most to give for Juan Soto. The thing that I think they're going to hesitate about, honestly, is the whole what do we do with Aaron Judge and Juan Soto, right? Because, I mean, you, I mean, the way the Yankees have been going lately, they haven't been you spending. don't expect them to pay them both. I, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that they can't. I don't think that's true. I think they can afford to pay them both. But do they want to go over that luxury tax? I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I think that they should. I think they should go all in. They should pay Aaron Judge and try and go get a Juan Soto. I mean, you got a lot of guys coming off the books this year. You got or all this Chapman, eighteen million. You got like Britain, a lot they, of money. They have a lot of different guys who are coming off the books. No more Gallo. Hicks is I think he only has one more year after this year. So there's a lot of guys who are starting to get off of their contracts. So I think that they could afford it, but I don't see it happening, honestly. Yeah. If I'm it, being if I had to bet on it and and not being a super fan, then I would say it doesn't happen. Coming. But I also don't think he gets traded anywhere else. I think that. You don't think so. I think that if it does happen, it's in the off season. Yeah. You know, I'm. I don't know. I go back and forth. Like I think you know, for the here and now, like yeah, go get him because if they have he, an opportunity would, to trade for him yeah, right now, like, how do you not? Yeah, he would be be plugged right into the lineup and absolutely mash. You and, might, and he would be he'd be starting right fielder. But, you know, at what cost, though? What are you giving up? If you, you give up Glaber Torres, that means, what, you put LeMahieu as, your second. as your, your second baseman now the whole time? You, I mean, I don't know. You might even be able to get him for, like, a Joey Gallo and all those picks, all those, all those prospects. 
Because not for nothing, Joey Gallo is not old, and I really think another team is going to give him a shot once they leave the Yankees. Because well, yeah. like it's going to be the classic. Oh, he couldn't hang in New York. Yeah, yeah. But he can play other. Like look at Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's been nasty the last couple of years. He fucking sucked on the Yankees. No, I would have pitched so many, better. There's so many people. I would have pitched better than him on the in the Yankee uniform. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he will have more value than we think. I think he didn't have the value that he did before he left uh, the Rangers. But I think that he is also a possibility. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the Nationals, to me, Joey Gallo is kind of a draw, right? You're trying to sell it to fans a little bit that you're rebuilding. And, well, you know, the big I mean, thing, the he's big, a big home run hitter. The kinda. big thing is I, I feel like for the Nationals, they want, like, a lot of young talent, like as much young talent as they get. So if they could figure out – if the Yankees and Nationals can figure out a way to, like – to like show that that the talent between the two, and it kind of be somewhere in the middle because Juan Soto has proven that he can win. He knows what it takes. He's young. He, he's, he's only twenty three. Yeah, man, he, he, he's going to get a prospects. shit ton of money wherever he goes. But but the Nationals have to be able to feel like what what we're getting back is is enough to replace him. And I'm just not sure if you know right now in in this point of the season is it's going to happen you know what i mean yeah. so so for with my, me my thought is juan soto doesn't get traded but i really desperately want him um it'd be interesting though you know like i mean hypo- like let's just say he does and he gets traded the yankees trade away a lot of their farm system they keep some guys but somehow now you know what do you do with aaron judge in the off season and then what if you know there's just so many what ifs what if we get Soto and we lose the World Series? What if we get Soto we don't even make it to the World Series? Then what, what, what do you do? Does Aaron Judge just walk out of the door now because they have his replacement who's seven years younger and and is probably going to be maybe just as good, if not better? I mean, Aaron Judge, don't get me wrong. I love He's the guy. 31. He's a Yankee. You know, I'm, I really want him to be back. It seems like if he stays with the Yankees, they'll give him the cap. He'll be, he'll be the next captain. If they win a World Series he's going to resign. He'll be the captain. I think that is kind of like what the trend is going to, but you know, I, I think we, we got to really focus on the pitching man. Like as much as Juan Soto is appealing because of like, wow, we're the Yankees. We go out and get the best players pitching matters. And yeah. if you can't pitch when it matters most, it doesn't matter who you have on your offense because you're just going to get shut out. You but know I, what can- I mean, or you're just going to give up all these runs. And that's why I personally think this, you know, deadline, trade deadline in the next couple of weeks, the Yankees need to go out and get a new, some more, some more either relievers or starters. I don't yeah. know who it is. Luis Castillo from the Reds. He's a guy that's been circulating around the Yankees because he's a starter and he was just in New York two weeks ago. Pitch, pretty well. Sorry, pitched pretty good against us, you know, but it's just like, you know, I think what's important too to realize, okay, Astros are the best team that the Yankees have faced in the AL. What do we need to do to beat them? We need to score more runs. Right. So our pitching has been pretty good, right? <laughs> Honestly, so our I was, hitting because I was gonna bring up with the Astros. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we we need to figure out how do we beat them? Like, yeah, it, it makes sense to go out and get new pitching, but like, okay, if we just need an extra bat to fucking beat up on these guys, go out and get someone. I'm sick of losing to the Astros two to one in the playoffs, three to four. Losing by one run on walk-offs. And I feel like when we lose to the Astros, it's not because of our pitching. It's because no, we don't hit. We don't hit. Aaron Judge's his career average against the Astros is 150. Yeah, that's The terrible. stats are the stats. He's had over 100 at-bats, and those are his career numbers. You know, so I feel like right now, like I said earlier, they're kind of like 
were kind of like the Red Sox were before they got over the hump. I do feel like there's a lot more realistic trade options. Like you said, uh, Castillo. Castillo, I think he's one. I Another think that, kid, Benintendi. I was just going to bring him up. I think that the Yankees might be able to get him for cheap. Honestly, I was thinking maybe even use him in a, like a three-team trade and send him to the Nationals for once. You know what I'm saying? In a Juan yeah, Soto you know, kind of thing. If, if they could do that, that would be great. Both teams are kind of mortgaging the farm. You know, They're both kind of rebuilding, yeah. and they're both kind of getting rid of players. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I think the Yankees definitely have to make a move. I really hope oh, Joey. I really hope sure. Joey Gallo gets traded before this thing yeah, is gone. You know, I really was mad at Aaron Hicks a lot this whole season, but he's been okay. He's been Aaron average. Hicks has been he's able been, to he's, turn it around. Yeah, he's turned it around season, a little bit. I feel like the injuries, the injury bugs, it took him a while to get over. Early so. in the season, he wasn't really p- playing well, but probably from like beginning of June until now, he's been on fire. Like. Yeah. You know, his defense has been good. And yeah, he's, been he's always at the been plate, good. Yeah. Which is why the Yankees kind of are in this situation where it's like, okay, we don't necessarily need to jump right now to go get another outfielder because we have, you know, guys who can play the outfield like Matt Carpenter. Stanton. Stanton can play the field. You have Judge. You have Hicks and Gallo. So that's five outfielders. That's that You have enough, right? Yeah. It's working, but it's like, how much longer though? You know, like there's going to be – Somebody's going to be going in a slump. I, I, I think it's just the part of baseball. Like, it's the middle of July. There's still almost 70-something games to be played. There's a shit ton of baseball left. Guys are going to get hurt. There's going to be need for people to be in and out. I mean, we just need to make it to the finish line in October because that's when it matters most, and we all know that. But between now and then, what do they do? And I think that's kind of where we as fans get to just sit back and be like, well, we really want them, but it's just do the Yankees really see – that person being as valuable. So I think, I really think they go the Benintendi route. I think that they'll be able to get him. Even though cheap. he's not vaccinated. You, I think, you think, you think, I think they, they still do. go for it because they do, because I think that they know that they need him and you really might be able to get him for like a Joey Gallo or some, you know what I'm saying? You might or even be able to just get him for like a cash, minor leaguer, you, you know? know, a minor league. Player so or I feel even like a prospect, can whatever. he be like our Johnny Damon? You know, coming from the Red Sox, going to another I mean, team, he, he hits, does have he hits he, for average. He hits for average. His, exactly. his batting average is over three hundred and short porch. He does hit the ball out of the park. I mean, he knows what it takes to win. He's been on. The, he was on the Red Sox, which yeah. you know, I don't know why they let him go, but that's, I think it was a money them. thing. You know, he he's he's a really good player, and um, I think the Yankees are going to look at the the vaccination status because of the fact that they play Toronto. They only um, have one more series with them. They this do, season. and I think that's why they're more intrigued to get him. Is yeah. because well, we're up twelve games, we don't necessarily need him right away, and he can miss a couple of games in Toronto because of you know Toronto's in Canada. They you they have their own guide yeah. guidelines. So if if you want to play there, you have to be vaccinated. And interesting fact for all of you who don't know this: Yankees are one of only two teams to be fully vaccinated. Not that it's like a big deal. But it, I mean, it makes more sense for them because of where they play. They play in Toronto. Yeah. Well, they play in Toronto, however many games a year, and they want their guys there. You know, like Kansas City. I think last week they were in Toronto. Half of their team didn't go to the game because they weren't vaccinated. So it, I mean, it's not like a huge deal, but like the Yankees definitely have to really look back and say, gotta get, gotta get the Blue Jays out of Canada, man. Yeah, I don't know. That shit's bullshit. You know, so. 
Um, Benintendi, I think, is on the radar. Um, Juan Soto, definitely they'll entertain him. Luis Castillo, I think, is another guy, like I was saying earlier, that they probably should go after. I mean, not for nothing. Severino's on the IL with a with a lat strain. Herman, you don't know what you're going to get. Herman, you don't know if he's either going to make it to the starting rotation or if he's just going to be a reliever. My guess is he'll make it to the starting rotation just with a couple more outings, get a couple more innings under his belt. Um, you, you're totally right. He did get thrown into the fire. Yeah, he got thrown the into the fire first but, game. But, I mean, whatever. So, you, you have Sevi who's kind of injured. Um, Herman, you don't really know. Nestor Cortez has been, you know, one of, the, one of the best I'm not going to bank on baseball. that, though, because this has but only been he, one year. He, my friend, is on his way to pitch the most um, innings, innings of his career. So... He's in a situation where it's like he's never pitched past this many innings before, and we still have almost half a season left. And Montgomery, you know, I love that guy a lot. He's grown on me. He gets no run support, and I don't know why. Yeah, there's always one guy, though. I he feel gets like no run support. If he pitches this way in the playoffs, he'll be the third starter. So yeah. we'll be okay. It'll be Nestor, him, and Garrett Cole. Yeah, I mean – you know, Josh Donaldson's another guy that he he was pretty good early on. I think he's kind of slowed down a little bit, but yeah. they've been able to hide him as well in the lineup. Um, we have a lot of options. Trevino, thing. catching. I mean, we All-star. didn't really talk about him that much. We we were expecting Kyle Higashioka to be the starting catcher. He's soupy. But this season, he hasn't really been that guy. And Jose Trevino, who they got in the trade with IKF, he has been the guy, and he was one of the all-stars that made it to L.A. last weekend, and he's been really good for the Yankees. Not, like, tremendously, like, out of the park, but better than Gary Sanchez. Just saying. He can, Definitely. He, he better defensively. May, maybe not a better overall power hitter, but Who he, cares? He's, he's playing the best season of his career in New York, and that shows a lot of, you know, just who he is as a person. And he's just great, and I think the Yankees love him. All I got to say about him compared to Gary Sanchez is he his batting average starts with the two. <laughs> right. That's it. And that's not even good. Yeah. I but mean, he is having a great season. So he really is. Tip my hat to him. But I think, you know, Yankees got a lot of stuff coming up that we'll see how it goes. Um, injuries, you know, like that just happened recently. They're going to have to be kind of forced to make some moves. We'll see if it's like real soon. I, I think – the moves happen close towards the deadline. I think we have what two or three more weeks until it. Yeah. Until the deadline. I think it's, it's like so, the middle of August. Yeah. So there's going to be some time left. But before we transition, and if you have anything else to add to the no, Yankees. with the Yankees, I mean, it's World Series or bus, right? I think they should add pieces if they have the opportunity to. Because right now, I don't feel comfortable playing the Astros. I'm not going to say like a lot of Yankees yes. fans. I don't think we'll lose to them in a series, but I won't be comfortable. They were two and five against them this year with a batting average of below two hundred. Not great. Um, they actually got no hit in the Yankee Stadium this year, which is just insane. Just kind of just how wild of a Unheard season it's of. been. The Yankees hadn't been that was their first time being no hit in the new ballpark since two thousand nine. So and the last time they were no hit was actually against the Astros in the old ballpark. But anyways, they haven't really been able to hit them. Um, so they definitely have to make some moves to try to revamp their team to be able to hang with the Astros. And not for nothing, I hate the Astros, but I thought when they lost Carlos Correa, they were going to be shit. 
No, they're they're, and they're run not. well. Yeah, they, the they, manager's pretty good. They, Dusty they, Baker's doing a pretty good job. Right. They have a good solid core. I mean, as much as I hate Altuve, as much as I hate Bregman, they're good baseball players. They kill us. Yeah, too. you know what I mean. Yodon Alvarez, the the outfielder, the big lefty, he mashes. And then Brantley, Michael Brantley, he's just he's been a consistent guy for that that team. So they're a good team. Yankees got some shit to figure out. We'll uh, definitely keep an eye on it and probably talk a little bit more about it as the season goes on. Probably just see what they do. I mean, if they explode and go out and get Juan Soto, we'll definitely talk about that shit on here. But time will tell. I think I just want to add one last thing before we move on about how stinky the Red Sox have been. Oh, yes. The Red Sox have given up 55 runs the past three games. That is a modern era of record. Um, their pitching terrible. has been atrocious. Last night against the Blue Jays, they gave up 28 runs. That's four a, touchdowns. That is a yeah, four touchdowns. So um, <laughs> just absolute just atrocity over there. I don't know what is going on. Alex Cora must Man, be sending the together. water, right? He's about to get yeah. fired. Maybe. I mean, not for nothing. You know, they they have no pitching. You know, and their hitting has been ah. Eh. I just want to say this too: Don't let Rafael Devers hit the, hit the market because he's going to be a Yankee. Yeah. If if Rafael Devers doesn't get resigned and they go inside Bogarts, the Yankees will throw whatever amount of money over he's, Juan Soto. He's a lefty third baseman who's just as young. Yeah, you might be able to get him easier too because he's Come a free on. agent. Yeah. Come on. I'm just saying. I'm just talking shit right now. But yeah, Red Sox not looking great. Whatever. I mean, I'll I'll be I'll be surprised if they make the wild card at this rate just Hopefully because of not. how bad they have been because. You know they have no pitching, but whatever. I mean, I I, I don't want to beat a dead dog because they they just suck. So whatever. All right, um, let's move on. We're gonna talk a little bit about the the Knicks here. Quick quick basketball before the Knicks though. Let's talk about uh, the Nets. Yeah yeah yeah. So just let's talk I want to talk them about, about them, them quicker. So Kevin Durant requested a trade after having three years left on his deal. Shocked the whole sports world. Honestly, shook up a lot of shit. And then Kyrie opted in before this happened, happened, and now he is also wants to be traded. So right now the NBA is in hoopla right now. Nothing has happened. Absolutely. If I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I hold on to both of them. I say, hey, I want you guys to both be healthy. If not, you can sit out and you won't collect any money. And yeah. I, if yeah, I was the Nets, I would play hardball because there's nothing that they're going to be able to trade to get the correct value for Kevin Durant because teams know that they're desperate because he requested a trade and they're going to be able to probably get a lot less than they should have gotten for Kevin Durant. And I feel like the Nets, if you were the, if I was the owner, hold on to your chips, hold on to your feet, make them come back, say, Hey, I think we can win it here and don't grant him his wish because that's what he asked. I feel like the owners have to put their foot down and come back to a point where, and especially in the NBA where they have some of the power. I feel like in the NBA is the, the biggest league as far as uh, players having power. You know, I feel like the players do have a lot of input in the NBA, which is a good thing. But when it comes to trades, I mean, you signed the contract for four years, man. I mean, now you want to request a trade because shit's not looking good. You got Ben Simmons and a Kyrie who you don't know what's good with him. So I'm happy to see the Nets suffering, all honestly. All honesty, I hope that, uh, like I said, they keep them both and just roll the dice. But I would be pissed if they won a title doing that. So it's I a little just, bit of a gamble. I just want to say. How funny the day was when Kevin Durant said he wanted to trade. The guy on the New York uh, fan 
Evan Roberts absolutely exploded live on air. Just talk about just funny stuff. The Nets are just, it's just a terrible, like, probably it's going to go down as the worst, like, superstar team to never win. Yeah. Because of how much talent they had. And they were young. And just how how bad of just three years it was. Like, like James Harden left. That's how bad it was. Like, like no one, I mean... I guess people knew what they were getting in Kyrie. Kyrie's a guy nowadays that he's only going to do what Kyrie wants to do, right? So you can't really rely on him to play every game and do what a superstar should do, right? He's a different type of generation, different type yeah, of person, he, which he, is whatever. He goes That's, to his own drum. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just crazy how fast things freaking how fast things happen. I mean, the Kevin Durant news absolutely just flipped the NBA oh, so happy. On, on its head, right? And you made some really good points, and I think that you're spot on. Like, they're, like the owners of the Nets, they don't have to rush into a deal. No. And they don't have to trade KD where he wants to go. No. They could trade Kevin Durant where they're going to get the Best most value. value. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what the Nets should be focusing on. I think for Kevin Durant, dude, you're screwed. Because you might go to the fucking a shitty ass team and be stuck there for a couple more years. I mean, yeah, you're probably gonna be making a shit ton of money, but you're not gonna be where you want to be, you know. And you know, I think when the news broke, there was just so much talk about where he'd go. It was like Portland. He'd possibly go back to Golden State, Phoenix. Of course, Phoenix, of course, you know? the rumors were the top in perfect Kevin Durant fa- fashion. The t- oh, the rumors yeah. were the Suns and the Heat, the two one seeds last year. Yeah. Of course he wants to go. I there. mean, I'm like and then you know, you're just imagining like Kevin Durant with a Devin Booker and Chris Paul, like just you know, it's just insane. So I think the Nets are definitely, you know, spiraling out of control. Um, and I love it. <laughs> ben Simmons is just sitting there with his arms like, what the hell, dude? Like, you, like I'm here now, and where, where, where am I going to be? But it'll be interesting because wherever Kevin Durant gets traded to, if he gets traded, they're going to get a lot in return. Like, like, there was a report that Minnesota offered Anthony Edwards and a first-round pick for him. Like... Like that's how that's what type of talent the Nets are looking for, and I don't blame them, especially after the the trade that happened earlier with in the Gobert. summer with Gobert yeah. Yeah. going to um, Minnesota from from Utah. He got, I mean, Minnesota gave up a lot, five first round picks for a center that you know defense player of the year, rightfully so, but he doesn't do shit offensively. No, yeah, he's terrible on offense. That was a terrible trade, so, in my opinion. So, Shout out to Lonnie. Right? Timberwolves suck. They gave up a lot for him. Whatever. But as far as KD, um, you know, I don't really know what's going to happen. He's kind of yeah. he's he's in trouble. It'll be exciting to see for sure. And They're, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna get traded until like a while. Like I don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe during the season. I don't think it's gonna happen before the season starts. Mm. Same with Kyrie. Kyrie's gone. It's just where is he going? You know, Kyrie's not playing anymore with the Nets. His time's done. You know, there was talks with the Lakers. Well, Lakers just said they're keeping the big three of Russ, KD, and Braun. Or, yeah, AD and Braun. So, it's all it's all, it's all, all going to be crazy, which kind of leads us into our Knicks, who, yeah. you know, they, they I don't know. I, I've kind of given up this trade rumor bullshit just because of 
I can't stand how much the media says that the Knicks are going to get this guy and it doesn't happen. I really think that this time it's going to happen. I, I really, I just I'm hope, sick of it. I can't I keep just, fucking thinking that we're going to get a superstar in the fucking offseason and we go and re-sign like a bum. I just pray that it's not to the extent that what we did with Carmelo Anthony. Well, that's the thing. I'm hoping that R.J. You know, Barrett, to me, is the one untouchable. You do not trade him for him, no matter what. I want to see those two play together. Yeah, not, I don't want to see them traded. Julius Randle, he can go. Obi Toppin, he can Quickly go. go. Quickly, he Quentin can go. Grimes, Quentin yeah. Grimes, he can go. And, and they're not going to trade Mitchell Robinson. They just signed him nope. to a deal. In the and when season. it comes to first round picks, you don't give up more than four. See, that's more the than thing. three. Utah's looking for fucking six. No, they're they're or they're seven. looking for that many because we have eleven. That's why they're doing that shit. But realistically, you don't give them what they're asking. And you for. know, you give them three and all these young players, maybe a Cam Reddish thrown in there. You know what I'm saying? We no, have a lot no, no, of young no. talent that I think we could trade away to get a Donovan Mitchell. You know, and, and he's from Queens, man. He's a New Yorker. He does. He loves the Mets. He's always in New York City. You know, he he's he's a big East Coast guy. Whatever, but. I think the Knicks are probably the best suitor for Donovan Mitchell, right? They have the most to offer, but it's just like Leon Rose. Get your head out of your ass. Get up and fucking do it. Do stop, it. Stop just lollygagging. Who gives a fuck if you're giving up all these picks? We haven't been relevant since the 90s, okay? The Knicks haven't had a true point guard since the In 90s. my lifetime. I mean, I will say they did sign Jalen Brunson, Brunson, who I like. Maybe they might have overpaid him a little bit, but who cares? He's a guy that's better than um, anyone we than have. anyone we've had. So it doesn't really matter. But what matters is they actually go and do it. I'm fucking sick of them doing that shit where it's like, oh, we might, we we're we're, we're like a possibility, but they don't ever do it. Yeah. Danny Ainge, he's the general manager for Utah. He's asking for a lot. Who gives a shit? Go and give your. What's the point of trading for 11 first round picks if you're not going to trade some of them to get a player? Right. Donovan Mitchell is a young generational talent. He averages almost 28 points a game. Why wouldn't you go and get him and try to be a contender? Yeah. Like, like uh, enough of this. Oh, we need to build for the future. You have enough assets now. They've done it right. Yes. Because the past couple years, quickly has panned out to be a pretty decent guy. Like, there's potential there. Quentin Grimes, he just got his rookie year finished. He he, even though he was injured towards the end of the season last year, he was good. He's a good three and D player. Yeah. What's the other guy? Obi Toppin, high flyer. He can be you know a lot of different things on whatever type of team he goes to. So they have the guys to give him up, right? But it's just like, what are they waiting for? And I I know it's like a lot. You know the Knicks are going to give up a shit ton, but you're going to get a fucking superstar, which they're desperately need. Well, it's the old saying, you got to spend money to make money, right? And in this in this aspect, you got to give up assets to get a big asset. You know, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, he's young. You put him with Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett. Not saying we won the NBA Finals, but I think we're a lot more competitive in the East. It's, it's, yeah, right, whatever. If Like, it's just the point of if we get Donovan Mitchell, the, the Knicks are now in a position where they can make a move in another offseason to go out and get just – Another player to build off of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Because obviously Donovan Mitchell is going to be your best player, and that's what he wants. He wants to run the show, and that's what happened with Utah. He was stuck with Gobert. Him and Gobert didn't get along, and Utah made a decision and said, we're going to keep Mitchell. They don't need to trade Donovan. I mean, Utah doesn't need to trade Donovan. They're in rebuild so, mode, though. You know, they definitely are taking a step back with letting go of Gobert, but they don't need to trade Donovan to, to necessarily – 
you know, try to like aim for the future. He can be their future star. They can build around him now, but it's just, you know, how appealing is the Knicks picks coming up and all these young players? You know what I mean? We'll see. Time will tell. I really think that they do it. Like I said, I, I just don't hope think it's, so. I just I'm hope not it's as not for too much. I think he's gone. I think he's going somewhere. And same thing with the whole Juan Soto thing. We just have the best prospects to give them. Bro, I'm fucking. I'm so mad with the Knicks. I I just can't with them right now. Like, I'm so, I'm tired of looking at like you know. See, I'm numb with them, media. so that's why I get all excited. Like I told you, I I always know most of the time it's not going to happen. But I like to believe it anyway because I'm a gullible, dumb Knicks fan. You know, no, I think I'm, that we're I'm gonna tired of it. we're gonna be good eventually, hopefully. It before was I die. Last week there was a tweet or something. I mean, not that I'm on Twitter. I seen some some post that said, um, what was it? Oh, the Utah radio station for the basketball team said there was a done deal that Donovan Mitchell was being traded. Like, what? I don't know, man. They've just been uh, – they, they, they got to make some moves. Donovan Mitchell, you need to be in a Nick uniform if you ever listen to this podcast. I would literally be so happy. But, you know. Lots of exciting rumors in New York sports right now. Let's see if any of it happens. Yeah, I mean, Juan Soto, Donovan Mitchell really, really get you going. And then watching the Derek Jeter documentary to really see what the how much freaking fun it was to be a New York fan back in the day. Ugh. Times like those need to come back. Giants suck. I don't know why I'm in such a bad mood with them right now. <laughs> yeah, but mean, but whatever. They've been the Lions tier for I, the last couple I, I years. I need so. to have optimism. I still have the Yankees. The Yankees are killing it. The Yankees are the best team in baseball. I shouldn't be so mad about them. They're playing good. I'm just pissed with the Knicks. I think that's why they just they just make me so upset. Whatever. I need to probably be like you and just be numb to it. And yeah. Just, you know, accept them for who they are. We're going to win They're it all in shitty, two years. There's just a shitty <laughs> organization that could care less about any of their fans' freaking morale, whatever. Or mental health. Or mental health. You know? But anyways, um, I think that, that wraps up tonight's episode unless you really... No, I think, like I said, New York rumors are booming right now. Let's see if the Yankees can get a World Series, World Series or bust. Let's see if the Knicks can get Donovan Mitchell. All right, guys. Well, we'll see what happens because between now and October, there's going to be some stuff that goes down with the Yankees and the Knicks. So we'll definitely uh, keep you guys updated on here. And, um, you know, it was a really fun episode tonight definitely miss doing this all the time but you know football season is coming around the corner hopefully when the season in full swing of things we'll be back on our every week cap recapping the games talking about the giants because that's when the fun happens this month coming up in august we got fantasy football draft can't wait for that shit got to retain my title you know and small money whatever i ain't get big money but that's okay but yeah anyways got a lot of stuff coming up so we'll definitely uh keep in We'll definitely see you guys soon. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Shout out. Shout out to everyone who listens, man. Yeah, we really appreciate our listeners. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next time on the Bonilla Roundup. Peace.